Hey, what's going on, my friends? This is Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. Uh, we've got a great guest this morning. Uh, we're going to bring her on here in just a second, talking about the two pillars of any great business. Now, if you've been um, lost or you've been sort of wondering what what do I need to focus on to be successful, uh, our guest today is going to break it down for you. If you've uh, wondering what who we are, if you should get tuned in. Look, we do this every single day of the week, uh, of the weekday, right? Five days a week, um, 52 weeks a year to where we actually bring on uh, guest clients, actual students of our curriculum and members of our community to talk about their experience with our programs, our community, how they're implementing them. And, uh, and, and this is not scripted. As a matter of fact, uh, I said hello to our guest this morning. Are you ready to rock? And now we're live. So you're going to be hearing from her just as I'm hearing from her and getting to know her for the very first time. So if you've been looking for something real, I don't know that we can guarantee you instant results or magical money machines or commissions exploding out of your computer as soon as you turn it on every morning. I, I haven't found that, but if you find it, let me know. But we can promise you real Okay, we can't promise you real. This is just what it is, and it's not always pretty, and it doesn't always need to be shiny, and it doesn't always end in a fairy tale. But entrepreneurs and legendary marketers, not just average marketers, get up, fail forward, and keep going. And that's probably, if I was to guess, part of the theme of D. Johnson's story. So if you guys would help me to welcome our guest this morning to wake up legendary in the comments. Remember, show lots of love, show lots of support. And I'm hoping that we're going to get a flood of people that are flooding D this morning, uh, shouting her out, supporting her and, and looking to be a part of her community. So with that being said, D Johnson, welcome to the show. Hey, <laughs> so nice to be here. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good as well as to be expected. Busy, busy, like everybody else. Yeah. So you are in Ohio. Okay. Is that correct? I'm from Ohio originally. I'm currently in the Carolinas. Okay. Great, great, great. All right. So uh, listen, D, take us, take us back a little bit. Let us know who D Johnson is in a nutshell and how you got started online. Okay. So, um, I am a twin mom <laughs> two years ago. So um, everything kind of shifted. I've, I've worked uh, professionally as a dental assistant, as a massage therapist. So I normally just work with people, uh, you know, face to face. So um, in coming home uh, with my twins, it was always my goal to find something that I could do online. And I actually started an MLM and I was just shown the traditional way um, I know that a lot of things are different now, but it, it just didn't work out. And so I tried it twice. <laughs> I was like, this just isn't for me. So um, I, of course, went uh, to YouTube like a lot of people do and um, stumbled across um, affiliate marketing and being able to learn about that um, through Legendary has been amazing. And so mm -hmm. I decided to go all in and um, take it on. <laughs> So here I am. I just started um, not too long ago. I, I think I started kind of the background of everything, putting together my systems um, in early December. And okay. then I 
push play on everything December 15th. Wow. You've got it down to the date. You have to be organized, I would think, as a twin mom. So you're <laughs> on it. You know your dates and times and everything in between, right? Got to. <laughs> yeah. So let me just ask this. Uh, how are you balancing? I mean, I have um, a newborn, uh, my wife and I, and we also have a four-year-old at home in, in the house, obviously. Um, and, uh, uh, occasionally we drop them off at, at grandma's, but the other time they're in the house. Uh, so how do you balance that? I mean, are you, you're, you're you say you're full time at home. So you're both mom slash caregiver to these twins who are, uh, two years old now, you, I'm, I'm guessing based on the timeline here, and you're also running a, a, a full-time business. And that's not to mention probably the other things that you're doing just with your life. Uh, uh, so tell us how you're balancing that and staying sane. Well, it's definitely not easy. Um, I think one of the best things that I've learned about online business is being simple. Um, you don't have to be doing everything. You don't mm -hmm. have to have 80 different social platforms. You don't have yeah. to be everywhere, um, wow. especially when you start, because it really does, I think, or well, for me personally, it engaged that analysis paralysis. Like there yeah. was so much to do, I didn't do anything. Yeah. So I've kept it really simple. Um, I have a TikTok account that mm -hmm. I upload, upload to. Um, the good thing about TikTok is that they allow you to have drafts. And so you can literally have your stuff ready to go like down to the music and then all you have to do is press post when you're ready to post um mm -hmm. i also like everybody's style is different too so i've seen a lot of people like oh you have to post like six times a day and that's just not me i post once a day <laughs> and yeah. i found the best time to post mm -hmm. and that's what i've been going with so really simplicity has been amazing like throughout my system and just how everything is streamlined is simple uh, so this this kicks us off on these sort of two pillars of a successful business, and you mentioned the first one, simplicity. Um, what what being being also new, but not not dumb. You're 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 new, but you're not dumb. And I point that out because a lot of times, well, when I got clean uh, many many years ago, I had a sponsor who's sort of like a mentor in twelve step recovery, and he said, Dave you know, because I got clean and all of a sudden I was acting like I didn't know how to survive yet. I'd been surviving for many years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he said, you got clean. You didn't get, you didn't get dumb. And I, and I, and I, and I think that relates a lot to, to online business because we, you mentioned your corporate experience, your mom experience, right? You've got this amazing experience that, that, that you're now bringing into this online world. And you're, because I'm sure that simplicity also played a part being the mother of twins, right? I mean, <laughs> it'll, it'll take you somewhere if you let it, but yeah, I mean, you definitely have to take control and being simple has really, it, it does. I find a lot that in life you can apply the same things in business. So mm -hmm. if you yeah. have a routine or you're a structured kind of person, bringing that into your business likely will be very helpful. So are you a structured person? Would you consider yourself a routine slash structured person? Or is that a habit or a characteristic about your personality you've had to develop? Um, I would say it was honestly a little bit of both. Like I definitely don't like to necessarily be like out on a whim all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so having a little bit of structure, I think I've always had, but becoming a twin mom uh, made everything, you know, to the higher, highest level. So 
um, mm. bringing that simplicity to my own life was definitely crucial. So yeah. now even more so than ever before. Yeah. So th the first element of these two pillars of, of a successful business, um, uh, a novel by D. Johnson is, is simplicity, right? Yeah. What, what's the second one? Consistency. Uh, like I heard so many times people like consistency is key and like it sounds good and it's a cute Instagram post, but it's so real. Like, no, everybody's watching. I don't, don't think people realize that on social media either. Like you're being watched regardless of how many likes you have or how many people you think have seen your post. Many people have seen it. And so if you're not consistent next week they're like oh where did she go and then they forgot about you so it's so important especially on um social media to be consistent but literally in everything in your business you have to be consistent but that's really where you start to see progress you start mm -hmm. to see things compound um mm -hmm. once you're consistent can we throw her TikTok handle up on just so I don't have to leave the conversation, but we can let people know. Okay. The dot twins mom. <laughs> Love it. If anybody uh, knows the twins mom, tell her I'd like that handle. If she <laughs> yeah, real talk, for real. I know these handles are like high value. Uh, yeah. So, so when we, when you talk, when you mentioned consistency, tell talk more about what you mean by that. Do you mean the amount of times you're creating content? And I'd like everybody not to know that this isn't just TikTok business, right? I mean, Correct. TikTok happens to be a hot marketing platform and probably somebody who's new coming into our community thinks is all we talk about or teach is TikTok. It's <laughs> not. Know. It just happens to be a platform that, that, you know, a lot of people are able to get a lot of exposure and get a lot of video views and get a lot of traffic pumping. And my prediction is, is that now that that sort of technology is in those sort of algorithms are being developed, TikTok was sort of groundbreaking in the sense that more than any other platform before, like a brand new person could go viral where you didn't have to have sort of an initial big following on like a Facebook page. In order to go viral on Facebook, you had to have something, you had to basically get lucky with posting something that most of the time you didn't even mean for it to be funny. It wasn't like you were trying to go viral. It was just, you posted something and everybody was like, oh my God, I get yeah. that. And then it just takes off. Or, so that was the one way you go viral. The second way you go viral is already having an existing big audience that could get a post started. So getting an initial two or 3,000 shares on a post, and then the post would sort of take off. Whereas on TikTok, you know, because of the way the algorithm works, they sort of show content to an initial bunch of people. And if the algorithm says, oh, people are liking this, they're watching the entire video or whatever, they'll then show it to another group of people. And sort of if you continue to pass those tests, I guess, uh, it'll, 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 it, I mean, you could get a million, million views in 24 hours. It's, it's just insane. So understand that we're, you know, I, I want I want everybody to remember that these principles apply to no matter what your strategy is. But let me digress back to, to my question, unless you, you want to touch on that in your answer. But my question is, in terms of consistency, when you do you mean that the, the, the when I post or do you mean your message? Like because you can also have a consistent message. Right. Do you mean the types of things that I'm promoting? 
Talk about the different layers of consistency, if you wouldn't mind. Well, I think the the biggest part of consistency is really doing what you set out to do or doing what you say you're going to do. So you have to set those goals for yourself. I'm going to post once a day or I'm going to post twice a day. And then once you've laid that out, it is important for you to stick to that, to be consistent. So a part of that consistency, too, is not trying to do all and be all, which encompasses the simplicity because you can't do everything. So if you set out to post once a day, make sure for the next foreseeable future, you will be posting once a day. And if you get in two, two three times, great. But mm. consistency is that one post that you said you're going to post, you definitely are making sure that that happens. Um, so I think that's the biggest part of consistency for me. Um, and definitely to end messaging because people get confused. Um, if you're talking about 80 different things um, on your social platforms, a confused buyer doesn't buy or a confused consumer doesn't buy. So you can't yeah. com- confuse people in terms of, you know, what you have to offer. So consistency. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just... I. How, how did you learn that? Were you a shiny object chaser at one time? Uh, and, and now you're like, okay, I'm, do- I'm kind of done with that. That's painful. Like t- t- take, give us, add, add some context because nobody was born with this information D like I didn't have it when I first started either. Obviously we hope you've learned stuff here, but we also know you've learned stuff through your experience. So how did your previous experience and what you did not pan out? I want people to be able to identify and be able to see, oh, okay, I'm doing that. Maybe it, and it's painful and it's not working. So maybe I need to stop. So what did your, what did the opposite of your consistency on, you know, when you post and how you post and the consistency of your message, what was the opposite of that? What did that look like before? It was everywhere. Um, I was trying to do everything. And I think that stems a lot from consuming so much. I think a lot of people don't realize that um, it doesn't take a lot to to do a lot. And so that's one of the things I do like about the um, legendary training is that it's simple. You understand what you need to do and then you do it. Um, but a lot of times we get sucked into the YouTube uh, black hole and there's so many different voices um, mm. that we hear and they take us in all different types of direction. And so that's what I did for a long time. I was on YouTube and it's so much easier to sit and watch a YouTube video than to do something. So <laughs> you trick yourself like, oh, I, I did something today. I watched three hours of YouTube videos. I'm so much more knowledgeable, but that goes nowhere if you took no action behind it. Matt, I'm bringing you in here just because I love bringing you in at awkward times. <laughs> but how many times have we seen and heard that man? You know, the just getting on YouTube in the in the that that black hole. Yeah, all the time. I feel like this is uh, exactly what D is saying. Is like that's a conversation we just have with people all the time. Yeah, is like how much harder it is to actually implement, to actually do something versus, <laughs> yeah, get sucked down that YouTube black hole. Yeah. I love that analogy, but just like endless video watching. Matt, your voice is sounding sexy this morning, man. <laughs> let you take over, dude. Well, it's still early. I'm still working on my coffee. So the. You still got that kind of <clears throat> early, early morning rasp, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll let you get back to that. So, um, so 
I, I just, I, I wonder how many people by show of comment could, could relate to the, that sort of getting in that never ending cycle of, of watching content, but also the confusion and the overwhelm of listening to so many different voices you know, now we've got Clubhouse. That's another app that everybody's wants an, wants an invite to. Why? So they can get on and listen to more voices, listen to more people, and get sucked into more agendas. Because it, it, what we do is we get sucked into other people's value giving, their education-based selling, which they're giving that specific value for a specific reason, because at the end they're going to have a call to action for you to exactly. buy something or go into <laughs> one of their funnels. That's based on that particular message or that piece, that nugget or that topic or whatever, that strategy. And you know, that's, I bashed clubhouse the other day. I, I said, um, I, I said, I think it's a waste of time and I'm not talking about generally, I don't speak in generalizations. I'm talking about for our students, I'm talking about for our people, because if you're brand new getting on Clubhouse, for example, it, you're not going to get results as fast as you would if you, for example, follow some of the TikTok training that we have. Mm -hmm. And after you get some of those initial results and have some of that con some of that confidence, you can then you you then just have a whole new swagger and a whole new clarity about you know, taking action, you, you get addicted to taking action because of the feedback and the response and the results that you get based on that. And you stop consuming so much, but I feel like the consuming aspect is, is, is it's a way for me to stay safe. It's a way for me to not take risk. And therefore I'm always chasing like this, this pot at the end of the rainbow, the golden nugget that somebody's yeah. going to drop. Right. Yep. 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 That's it. You're like waiting for something to be like, oh, that's it. Like, all I have to do is wake up at five and then I'll have a bank account that I love. Like, it's always looking for something that it's not really there. It takes work. It takes work. Yeah. So it really doesn't doesn't do you any good to continue to listen for that secret sauce. Yeah, I think I think, you know, my wife and I were talking about various things, including um, just kind of faith this morning and. And, and I think, you know, I think there's this, th there's this, um, generally there's a lack of personal responsibility that, that people take. And I think we can all use various different things. We happen to be talking how people can use religion as, as a way to, to not take responsibility. That's not a bash on religion because anyone, including myself can use anything if I want as a way to not take responsibility. Um, you know, I can just say, well, it's in God's hands. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Is you it? You got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you pray about that. You let me know how that, that happens. Um, because you know, I, what I've learned is, is all those things are great assets and those can be great as, as you mentioned here in the title pillars of my life. You know, I can have my spirituality. I can have my, my, um, my self-care. I can have my, you know, uh, taking care of my mental health. Maybe I'm seeing a therapist, something like that. I can take care of my financial health by, but all of these pieces, if I actually want to see a result from them, I can't just rely on somebody else to take care of them for me. I have to, you know, just like the YouTube thing we were just talking about. I, I can't just watch somebody 
And magically, because I, 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 all of a sudden, which this never happens, but all of a sudden I hear the golden nugget. I, that's not going to do anything for me. That's like me thinking I can just sit back and pray and then do nothing. Yeah. And I'm going to get, uh, something's going to happen in my life. You know, I have, that's what I've learned about there. There is no easy way. There's no easier, softer way than to just take personal responsibility to get more consistent, to mm -hmm. simplify, to be more routine oriented. You know, my wife has helped me with that. And it's tremendously because of kids and because of having to be a family man, I had to lose the whole sort of young, immature, bachelor, uh, free spirited. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I oh, wanted yeah. to have a family. Conversations with my husband too. Like, um, <laughs> Right. That's what we're doing. <laughs> right. Catch up, catch on and grow up, right? It's like I had to grow myself up. So um so yeah, this is a beautiful conversation. Anything that you would add to this or just to tie a knot on this simplicity and consistency piece? I think that it's important to just know that things are happening. I think that's kind of where people get caught up in that too like Maybe they, they don't think they're doing enough in, in such a simple routine. Because I've thought that before. Like, man, this is so simple. Like, is anything really happening? But really, the magic is behind the scenes. Um, I liken it to losing weight. Like, there could be days or weeks where the scale doesn't move. But if you're consistent and you know you have a simple meal plan, you're eating and you're working out, magic happens <laughs> like a week later three pounds could be you know coming off the scale so it's really just trusting the process and knowing that you're doing what you're supposed to do keep doing that and you will you will see results for sure my wife and i need to hire you as like our our weight loss life coach like you're so just simple and just like, like motive, like inspirational, like it's so true. And that's such a good point that we never notice our own growth. Right. Yeah. Why is it that somebody always has to notice it for us? And then we're like, wow, maybe I, yeah. or even if somebody gives us a compliment and notices our growth, why do we reject it? We're like, Oh, stop it or whatever, you know, because we, yeah, exactly. We like put ourselves down as if it's, or we justify it and say, Oh, it's because of something else or whatever. Like there's something, there's something that, that, that has to happen in me and that, that has had to happen in me to be able to uh, celebrate my small wins, give myself cr credit and not be such a critic of myself. That is so true. I literally um, was just thinking the same thing this morning. Like, I am not a person to celebrate myself uh, for the most part. And mm. so I have to draw myself to those small wins, especially in the beginning of anything, because you have to wait for those actions to compound. And so you have to be looking for the small wins because not only do they keep you going, but you're able to see what you were able to accomplish. Yeah. And so I am blown away by just being able to see those small things. Like, like literally December 15th, I had zero everything. And here we are, not even two months later, like I'm blown away. And typically I would be like, oh, like this is just, you know, a little bit or 
gosh, yeah. I really wish I was this far or, you know, yeah. but really, really celebrating those small wins. It makes, it makes a big difference in your mental too. Oh, big time, big time. I mean, I'll tell you, I had this mo I had this moment this week or two, a couple of, couple of weeks ago to where I was feeling like really down and just depressed. And I was like, like looking, I was like, what do I need outside of myself to make me happy? Like whether it was like buying something or, you know, I was just feeling like I wasn't, I wasn't my whole self and I wasn't happy. And, and I just, I had to like have a couple of different conversations and I, and, and usually the way that I process is I, I talk to people, like I've got a counselor and I've got some different men's groups and you could call them masterminds that I'm a part of. And sometimes just sort of talking my thoughts out loud helped me to realize that what I'm, what, what I'm saying inside when I hear myself say it out loud it really is silly and it's not really what I believe, right? It's like, I don't really need something. I don't really need a car or a watch or whatever it is to make like that. What I, what, I mean, I have a two month old at home. I have a four year old. I have a business that I'm excited about. Like I have all these things and there's, and, and there's winds that are happening every day. I, yeah. I, I, I redid my landscaping at my house and I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm watching plants grow, you know, which is <laughs> like watching paint dry. It's, it's <laughs> still to appreciate yeah. what I have. It, it, it's, it's, it really is a beauty. And, and I think, you know, you're talking about business. I'm talking about more life stuff, but it, but it re but it's, you know, it's, it relates to our business because, I think we're so, especially in this day and age, with so many different things to to feed our comparisonitis on social media yeah. and all this fake ass stuff that is just posted to, um, yeah, to like it's trickery, man. You know what I mean? Like it's trickery. It's it's not really people's lives. So then that super compounds it. And and then it just makes us just feel bad about ourselves. And like our wins are not enough. Like our yep. prog progress is not enough. You know what I mean? For sure. I definitely um, am guilty of the scroll. And I have realized that um, not only is it a time suck, but it's just unnecessary mentally. It's unnecessary to you you see a snippet of somebody's day and then think that's their entire life and it's just unrealistic yeah um so yeah we have to be happy with uh where we are now um and then also being able to make goals if you're not exactly where you want to be just because you are where you are now doesn't mean that's where you have to be but being content with where you are it plays a lot in, in terms of how you feel about yeah. yourself and your situation and all that. But yeah. So I, I, I had that issue with Instagram. You can see my profile. I'm only following one person. It's my wife. Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, it's just, you know, I did, I did this thing a while back with Facebook too, to where I just like spent a couple of weeks, like this was back during like real hard political campaigning and everybody was super toxic and everything and on social media. And I just got sick of it. And I just spent like two weeks, like every, in, every time I logged onto social media, instead of scrolling, what I did was intentionally just unfollow mm -hmm. anybody. 
who had anything to say that did that made me either feel some sort of anger or frustration or sadness yeah. just at the state or made me feel not good about myself because of what they were saying or posting or doing or if I thought they were lying or mm -hmm. anything like you know I just I just cleaned up my universe and I do that often. Uh, I've did that in the past with emails, you know, unsubscribing every two or three months to just because I subscribe to tons of stuff, but then I actively unsubscribe from it. So I don't have all this crap coming into me. But I think we got to be real purposeful with what we what we um, even careful, like on TikTok and, and YouTube or whatever your marketing strategy is, because part of kind of the research process is going and looking at kind of other content and sort of trying to find ideas or what's working. And that is absolutely a time to where I need to be at my highest awareness to say, yeah. okay, I'm looking, I may be doing some research, but I'm not comparing and I'm not going to allow this to take me out of action. I'm also going to set a time limit, right? So I'm going to research for 15 minutes or something. Let me set a timer on my phone. And when that timer comes up, that research is done, right? Yeah. Those are the sort of boundaries that I need for myself because if, and that's what I want to be super clear. And that's why I think the honesty and the truth on the show and the community is, is, is important is because I don't, I don't want anybody to ever think that any of my success has just magically come or I have some secret ingredient or there's something special about me that you don't have. I have to work just as hard or harder. I have a super addictive personality. I struggle with low self-esteem. I can be my biggest credit critic. I've struggled with perfectionism. So I have to have super strong boundaries for myself in order to keep myself on task. Yeah. So. It's really important to know those things because a lot, I like what you said about the feelings you get when you scroll, because I think a lot of times we don't make that connection. Um, when we're scrolling, but not only to not make the connection between how you feel when you see or hear those things, but know that you're in control. It's your account. Like you don't mm. have to follow anybody. You don't have to see what you don't want to. Um, and so that's why it always cracks me up how people have negative things to comment about other people's stuff. Like delete them, block them, yeah. go on. Like that's exactly what I have to do with my own comments where people come in like, goodbye. If you don't want to yeah. be here, you don't have to be. And it's so crazy just how we don't think about those things. Like you are in control of your own account. So yeah. take control. <laughs> well, I, I used to post stuff on social media that was, that was just for people who weren't customers and stuff. I realized too, that I was like my personal profile on Facebook like for me and my role, what matters is what I do here on our company Facebook page and what I do in our Facebook groups and, and stuff like that. You know, most of everything else gets repurposed onto like podcasts, the audio, this video gets posted onto, onto YouTube. And those are sort of the platforms that, that, that I and we focus on um, because we create content mostly for the community, not so much for the general public, right? If they want to come and watch it, cool. But what we're creating content for the, for the community. Um, and, and I just, I, I had this re realization that every time I posted, like personally, I, I would get thrown off by the feedback and the comments by people. And it would make me feel either obsessed about like responding or, or like just distracted by who is going to say something next. And I just realized I was like, 
who am I posting this shit for? A yeah. bunch of people that I don't even like. I don't even know who they are. And it has nothing to do with my business. It's not about my family. I've got a tight-knit family that I share pictures with and via text message and stuff. Or I've yeah. we've my wife and I have bought them all of these little photo things that sit up and we just we digitally send it and it pops up on their photo thing. It's like I'm not I don't even want people to see pictures of my kids. Like I, I you, you, like that's just where I'm at. And it's and I'm not judging anybody for maybe I'll feel differently later, but right now I'm going through this phase to where it's like I don't even want that weirdo to know what my daughter looks like. You know what I mean? Like, yes. so, 100%. so I just realized I was posting. I'm like, why am I even posting this shit in this, in this, like for me, it was on my Facebook profile. I was like, I'm not doing business here. My lane is here. And, and this is only causing me distraction and stress and emotional turmoil. So I cut it out. I'm like, fuck, I don't need to do that. I don't give a shit what anybody knows or thinks or cares or is updated on my life. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't always true. There was a time to where I want, I needed and wanted people's validation, you know? So there was a maturing aspect there that's happened for me. I, I needed family or friend support. Like, you know how it's a big deal when we first start a business, yeah. we don't get our friends and family support. Well, I wanted that for a long time and I wanted to try to show them that I was successful mm -hmm. and that, that plagued me for a long time until I was just, I just, one day I was like, I don't even care what these people think anymore. Exactly. I don't even tell people like if you found out, Hey, <laughs> but other than that, like, no, I'm, mm -mm. it's not a part of my conversation. Well, women are so much more mature than men. I'm seriously, <laughs> you guys figure out stuff in life a lot sooner than we do. And it's, it's actually, it's actually proven. I'm going to put on my neuroscience hat for a second. My wife hates when I do this, but <laughs> The female brain develops faster than the male brain. It just is. So, anyways, you know, you're younger my than husband I doesn't believe me. <laughs> what? I said, I'm just glad you're able to call it out because my husband doesn't believe me when I tell him. He's like, uh -uh. Well, you, you can let him hear this show and hear it from the horse's mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And then sure. tell him, look it up. <laughs> All right. So what would you say about legendary? What is your experience based on other things that you've done before? What's your experience been like here? And you can, I want, I want the honest truth. You don't have to, I, I want to know what has your experience been like here at legendary? It's really been great. Honestly, like I would have to say, I heard about it for a long time mm -hmm. um, before I actually even took action to take the challenge or anything like that. Um, yeah. But the sense of community is pretty awesome. I have to say that I don't utilize it as much, um, which is a downside for me personally. But um, like even the Facebook group and things like that, just having resources um, and having people that understand what you're doing and where you're where you're trying to go and what you're currently going through to get there. Um, the yeah. sense of community has been awesome. Um, and then just training being able to uh go through that and get other tips like i did i didn't come in completely you know new i did know some things but there's some other real nuggets that um i did get to pick up through the training which was awesome too so it's really been good i think it's an all-around um kind of complete circle in terms of what you need to 
get started and you don't need all the extra, you know, noise outside of it. So I think that's a cool aspect of it too. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. And uh, you make it what it is. Certainly, I think this has become one of the coolest parts of the whole deal is just being able to bring on people and hear their journey and what they're learning and how they're using the tools and the training and in the in the different little just things that sort of are also like you can't really charge for them like the conversations that we're having here it's just kind of uh oh wow like hearing her story really i really yeah. identified with that and that really made a lot of sense to me and so that's that's been a big you know, I'm excited about that aspect. And again, I wanted to just bring it back to you and thank you for being willing to come on and be so honest and so articulate and just share that. And I know you're busy, so I don't want to keep you for too long because twin mom business, all that kind of I, stuff. Just, I get it. Probably so. be in here in a little bit. <laughs> well, don't listen, on the combo. keep up the great work D and I really truly uh, hope if we reach out again and invite you back on, you'll be willing to come and continue to share your journey with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. All right, D we'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Bye. All right, guys, incredible, incredible uh, tips, nuggets, conversation with D please go follow her and connect with her and support her and uh, lift her up and uh, make a commitment that you're going to, um, uh, you know, have her as a part of your network. Uh, really, really uh, smart and just, um, just those are the type of people that I want in my life. I mean, golly, we were talking about cutting out, you know, things you you do want, things you, you know you don't want, cutting out that that stuff. And uh, she's the type of person that I want in my life, and I'm clear about that today. Thank God. You know, uh, I realized I ha I have to uh, I don't have to uh, continue to um, do things I don't want to do. I don't have to continue to hang out with people I don't want to hang out with. I don't have to uh, take phone calls from people I don't I don't like. Right. And and so I'm clear about the type of people that I want in my life. And, and she's that person. So I hope that uh, she's now a part of my life and a part of you guys's life uh, by watching. But I hope you'll connect, follow and continue to support her. And I'm sure she'll do the same uh, to you. With that being said, we'll see you guys back here tomorrow uh, for yet another episode of Wake Up Legendary. Have a great day. Be legendary. Go kick some ass. We'll see you tomorrow.